Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is uh, Mario Maldonado from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm here at Gator Game Farm in Al Crossville, Alabama, here making my 2020 uh, stag selection for next year's uh, next year's events. Uh, it's been a been a blast, uh, you know, uh, here with Jim Collins and Journey to the Pit, uh, making all this stuff happen for everybody to to get through the selection process. And so we're really excited. It's been a pretty intriguing last couple of days. Um, you know, it's uh, it's tough. It ain't easy. You know what I mean? We're dealing with just the heat outside and all that stuff. But, um, you know, we want to get down to the brass tacks as far as, as, as making these selections. Uh, first off, I'd like to give thank you to Jason Daniels uh, for making this possible. I mean, it's a huge honor to be able to come and spend time on the farm with the family and and just go through this process it's a uh, it's it's a humbling and and to, to see the 362 and all the bits and pieces of the puzzle that comes together just just for all this to happen and and to uh to be victorious on the other outcome at the end of the day at the end of the tunnel man it even makes it sweeter so that's that's why we've been uh doing as good as we have and um you know uh We'll get down to it, Jim. I, uh, what do you think, man? I mean, all righty, guys. Well, listen, y'all can't see me on the camera today, uh, but this uh, this interview that we're having, I promise y'all guys, we was going to come out with another interview. Um, I'm standing behind the camera right now because I'm working uh, both stations at the same time. Um, but what I'll do is let me just slide in a little bit, and this way, Mario and I can talk face to face. Um, so, so Mario, we've been out here. Um, you know, we've been out here the last two days, yes, sir. you know, um, I've, I've been shadowing you on, you know, uh, just how you do things first, you know, just watching you, how you just walk throughout the whole entire yard, you know, uh, assessing, just looking at things. Uh, one of the things that I noticed when I first arrived is the fact that how many empty pins it was, yeah. like all of these pins were not filled up. So first thing that told me is, is you're not here to get the first pick because, 75% of the pins are empty. I'm talking about the dome yard is completely empty. You know, 75, well, probably 85% of the, of the pin yard is empty. Um, and I, and I did make some video of that, you know, so guys be able to see firsthand, yeah. you know, you coming out here, you're not getting first pick because there's no first pick on here, you know, with 85% of the pins no. being empty. So, you know, um, what I would like you to do, you know, because there's a lot of guys trying to understand the selection process. You know, you've been successful for many seasons um, and, uh, you know, guys really want to know, you know, what does it take? You know, there's a lot of, I think, misconceptions out there, yes. maybe with no malice intent behind them. But it's a lot of misconceptions out there of why certain people are successful or why certain methods are successful. So one thing I just wanted to and I think a lot of the viewers have already seen this is the pins. I, I made sure I posted the yard. Very few roosters left out here. There's not many roosters out here. So. You know, shadowing you, I got an opportunity to see different types of things. And I like to, you know, start off asking those questions so you can kind of go into detail of what you were doing. I was just shadowing. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just trying to understand. So, you know, one of the things I've seen you do, the first thing you did before you picked anything is you just kind of went through the yard. So as you're going through the yard, looking at the things that's left over, you know, what are some of the things on your first view, kind of what you're looking at before even detail, but just on your first view? Oh, man, I mean, and just taking it all in, 
seeing seeing what we got to work with, um, and and really, I like to go through, sit back. You know what I mean? Let the roosters tell you. You know which ones want to go. For me, you know what I mean. As as a as being in there all my life, as I've done with chickens, you know, I love to just sit down, watch them, take uh, take everything into consideration, how he carries himself. A good chicken, a well-bred chicken is going to take care of himself, Jim. He's going to really, you know what I mean? He knows how to maintain his body, especially as a young stag, man. Mm -hmm. They stay real sharp. They're still real red, uh, ready. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for the clearness in the eyes, mm -hmm. you know, redness in the face. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like big feet. Mm -hmm. The big feet, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm really looking at that. And just other, other different aspects, you know what I mean? Just taking back, just keeping an eye on everything. Right, right, keeping an eye. So so we're, we're doing it, like you said, you mentioned a couple qualities like the big feet and stuff like that. You know, is there any particular reason you like the big feet? Well, you know, I mean, my old time, uh, Mr. Chavis, you know, we always talked about he always loved big feet on mm -hmm. the chickens. That's a bigger stride, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he always would talk about that. So... It always stays in the back of my head, you know what I mean? A clear eye, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you know, we've got to walk around with Mr. Kirkland today to see the, the care and everything that goes into these chickens and to see the redness and the, just the, the shine on the feathers, just uh, tremendous. The bodies on these chickens feel amazing. Right. So, you know what I mean? Even though we do got the choice that we got right now, we're still, we're still, uh, you know, we still got some good chickens because, you know what I mean, these guys are professionals at what they do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, by no means, like Gators uh, has stated, you know, it's not the first, the second, the selections, you know what I mean? That goes ultimately to the to the customers, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, for Gator. But to be able to go through and have the privilege of, of seeing these animals, uh, you know, part of the 362 process mm -hmm. is basically what we've witnessed mm -hmm. these last couple the of days. The last couple of days. So... So, you know, being that, and like you say, you know, uh, 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 with the pens being as empty as they are, you're going through, you know, looking at things based on your liking, you know, uh, the selection process for a lot of people out there that don't understand, you know, obviously the man who's breeding the chickens, he might have his selection, that selection, but in your opinion, if five people walked on a yard, do you think they would pick the same 20 roosters? You know, if five people walked on a yard, one after each other, had the same selection out here. Do you think they would pick the same 20 roosters? There's no way. There's no way. Everybody got their own different ass, uh, different certain qualities, uh, certain pet peeves that they were taught. Like, you know, Pop taught me with the big feet. Mm -hmm. It's the same, it's the same aspect. I mean, everybody got their own, own little features and stuff they're looking for in these chickens. I mean, even picking a show with who's going to go to the dance that day, you could have the 10 best and I'll pick five. Uh, Bill will pick a different five. Mm -hmm. Paul will pick a different five. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have our own little attributes that we're looking at these chickens. And and I like to, to look like at some of the stuff I just stated as far as to – that's to my balance, to my pet peeves. I want to work with this chicken. I know what to work for now mm -hmm. and, and what I can get the best out of that chicken. So these are the certain attributes I use to make our selection. Right. You know? And right. Right. So – so, you know, uh, what you're saying that, you know, just not even a little bit more in debt, but just to make sure that, that everybody understands, you know, even if it was 500 or 5,000 chickens on this yard, 20 people are not going to work, walk on the yard and pick the same five chickens. No, there's, 
I mean, that'd be crazy. I mean, what are the what are the odds of that? It's it's almost impossible. Right. So even if they had twenty chickens to pick from, you know, do you think if you sent twenty people out here, it was only twenty chickens to pick from, and they had to pick five? Do you still think they would with the and, that, and the reason why I'm saying is not a redundant question, but I'm trying to give an example as far as mass amount to pick from, small amount to pick from. Do you think they're different? They're picking different chickens because there's more to pick from? Or do you think it's different chickens they're picking because of different attributes that they like? Yeah, and that's, a, I think, to each their own. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's going to be to each their own because, again, Jim, you like a certain style chicken. You may like a straight comb over a pea comb. Mm -hmm. You may like yellow legs over green legs, mm -hmm. white legs over blue legs. Everybody got their certain different attributes. They don't see that in that chicken. They're not going to pick it, but they see it in this one here. So they're going to stray away from what you have in mind, mm -hmm. and they're going to go what you know. What I mean, what they feel is going to work best for them, and that's all we do here. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's you know we're trying to be the best out in the rooster, complete the triangle, the three sixty two triangle is what we've been calling it. Mm -hmm. From you know these gentlemen here, uh, you know from the vaccinations from the biddies to the selection stage now and you see the free range stage mm -hmm. and then we've been able to culminate this year and see the big puzzle put together. So it's just amazing when you really stop and think about it, as we're talking about to see it all come together into one. And, uh, you know, and it starts with the vaccination, it starts, you know, the 362, what you preach, Jim, mm -hmm. what you're teaching, uh, giving all these people to, to see that side of it is, is truly amazing. But at the same hand, I mean, like you said, like now, you know, we've a little bit of controversy versus what are we doing as far as selection and, and oh, if I had this much to select through. I mean, and I understand on paper, yes, if you had 200, if you couldn't pick out 10 winners, I understand that. But I ain't got 200 top shelf that we're picking through. You know what I mean? Uh, a list mm -hmm. or B list. You know what I mean? We're going through we're going through the C and D list. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to bring out the best in that rooster. You know what I mean? How Jason bred them and, you know, the, the, to be able to put it together. I mean, it's special. Right. And, 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 and just to, so you can explain a little bit about or tell the viewers a little bit about our experience today. We were out there today, you know, we let a couple pairs stretch their legs today. And, uh, you know, you had an opportunity to say, here, Jim, hold this rooster. This is what I like to feel. I want you to feel them in your hands because this is the body, this is the balance I like, this is the feel I like. So walking through that process and letting them stretch their legs, we all, the four of us out here, after we let some pairs stretch their legs, we all pick pretty much different ones. What I personally like, you didn't really like that. You was like, nah, that ain't, well, that ain't really what I like. You know, I was like, no, this right here is the perfect one. I like this body structure, this and that. And he's like, nah. You know, the other one I said, ah, you know, that one right there is too bulky, he's too heavy. He was like, no, that's what I like. So explain to us, you know, again, you didn't like what I like. I picked out mine. You didn't really like that body structure. It's more of a streamline. You don't really like that streamline type of body structure, stuff like that. And uh, what was the misconceptions you said you hear some people say about uh, a streamlined bird being able to you know, some some say it's they're more versatile. Uh, mm -hmm. They got a little more ability mm -hmm. and, and able to move that body mm -hmm. versus you know this one. He's firm, broader shoulders. Mm -hmm. He can't get really uh, a lot of that ability and, and mobile mo uh, mobility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, where I see his feet, 
was exactly where I want his feet to be. Where you want his feet So to be. not only, you know, he may have a different body style, but to me, how he was able to utilize his with his God-given talents mm -hmm. was that's what I can work with. So it's placement. It's placement, man. I mean, that's what you know. That's what I look for. At the end of the day, I'm not going to select a chicken by by sparring mm -hmm. because I, I'm fortunate. Again, you know, their ultimate trust in Jason mm -hmm. being the master breeder he is. Uh, all that trust is in that, and then you see it into the chickens, mm -hmm. just like you see when they stretch the legs. So. I got all the trust in in, in, in Gator uh, for that aspect, and I'm able to tap into now. He's got the raw talent. Gator gave him that raw talent, how he was bred genetically. Mm -hmm. Now my job is to bring out the best in them. Right. So and that's what I've been blessed to do. Right. And and to utilize that and bring that out in them, and and we'll continue doing. It. I mean, but that's where we see the totally different perspective. So. Mm -hmm. Again, you get 20 chickens in a room. If I came, my 20 is going to look different than yours. It's going to look 10 times different than yours. And it you doesn't know, even matter if it's 300 out there. My, my 100, if I had to pick 100 out of 300, they're going to be different from you. Because what I learned over this weekend is, is uh, we like different things. We like different body structures for different reasons. Yep. Um, and I believe that all of them can win. Oh, all yeah. of them can win. But it goes back to what you said earlier. You pick them based on what you like to work with, based on what you were raised, and based on your experience and what you've seen that work for you. Correct? Correct. 100%. And it all comes with experience, experience with the foul. Um, and, and that's where, where, again, you know, not to sound like a broken record, we've gotten, where you got to give Mr. Daniels and credit is he stuck with these bloodlines and he's brought these bloodlines continuously. Which, again, you know, I see the features that he's bringing out in them and genetically, and I'm able to tap into that and try to bring out the best in that chicken. Right. That is my job. You know, Gator's done his job genetically. Now I got to do my job. And so, you know, again, it doesn't, you know, go as far as picking, oh, I'm going to mm -hmm. pick this one over that one, that one over this one. No, it comes to, you know what I mean? Hey, trusting in the breeder, trusting who you're dealing with, you know what I mean? And, uh, I'm fortunate enough to call him a brother. He's family. You know, we're in his home doing this right now. And, um, you know, it's having that trust. You know, it's all all the team, just different pieces to the puzzle. Right, different pieces to the puzzle. So so also, too, what I would like to talk about, too, because, you know, selection is, is, is in many cases key, you know? Yeah. So what I would like to talk to you about, because a lot of, you know, newer people get into the sport, even some older people. Um, who who may not have been able to obtain the success that they're looking for. Maybe it's something that we can kind of learn from how you learn how to start selecting. Like, where did it all start? Did you, you know, do you spend time as a child studying chickens, identifying chickens, looking at chickens? You know, when did this process of identifying things that you like, when did that all start? Did it start when you was a kid or start? Man, man it started at a, at a real young, early age, Jim. I mean, um, like I stated before, man, I'd go to school and instead of taking uh, books, mm -hmm. I, I had my backpack filled with the game cop. Mm -hmm. I was reading books instead of, you know, doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was reading uh, everything on the game cop, um, the interviews on the game cop, mm -hmm. you know, who was winning in Copper State that, that mm -hmm. year or that month. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what intrigued me. I mean, on my bus ride home. I couldn't wait to stop and see, okay, that's, you know, Steve Wallace's farm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's my buddy Chad Barrera's farm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just passing through seeing chickens. Oh, I just spotted game chickens. Somebody has game chickens right there. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, that was 
that was something I did. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so now again, I use a lot of those traits and, and me and my great uncle, man, I mean, he, he would sit me outside and I mean, we'd sit there for hours, kind of like what we're doing today, just hanging out and relaxing. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'd sit out there just staring at the chickens, looking at them, see how we act, see when, you know, he has different characteristics and what he does. And they'll tell you a lot because a chicken will lie to you too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Chicken will start and he'll cut wing and break to you. But, you know, you get about 10, 15 feet away and just watch him, watch him. He may soak up and like, you know, something's not feeling right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I mean? So, again, just that's why part of the beginning process, I sit back and I look at him. And then we'll come back and look at him again today. Hey, he's acting the same way. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He's not he's not cherry picking nothing different, but mm -hmm. that's just already in my mind going back to what you're talking about since I was a young kid versus now. You know, it just it comes with the experience. Same thing, filling a chicken. I mean, I can honestly say filling the proper chicken, this took me all my life to get to where I am now mm -hmm. in the sport to wow, this is what I want them to feel like. This is what they should feel like, mm -hmm. not what necessarily what I want them to feel like. Mm -hmm. Okay, this I've done my job. He's at his very best. Mm -hmm. I can honestly, you know what I mean, by feeling the chicken now. But again, I felt the chicken. I felt the chicken, you know what I mean, all my life. But again, didn't know why, what. And it just takes time. It takes time to 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 achieve that. You can't just get it overnight. You can't just go to a game farm and buy that chicken, and now you're that overnight. It's gonna take time, and uh, you know what I mean. But if you stick with the 362, mm -hmm. you stick with all. You'll be able to achieve that and have those experiences. That's, that's the bottom line. That's just the bottom line. So your selection process, uh, your ability to do selection just didn't start when you created a relationship with Gator. No, sir. Right. Right. And that, and, that, and I think that's very important because regardless if it was Gator or some other breeder, you still had your ability on your selection process, something that you had developed pretty much over. You know, bottom line, at the end of the day, you still got to do your job and bring the best out in that rooster which is continuing the 362 process, mm -hmm. which is, you know, your keeping process, mm -hmm. which is your pointing process mm -hmm. until ultimately the, the end result. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no matter what farm, I mean, all these great breeders do a great job, but at the end of the day, you still got to do your job. Mm -hmm. All that pieces of the puzzle got to still be put together. So I don't care. And that's even if you're getting the first, second, third list, you know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. come on, come on. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's common sense, but you know what I mean? Trusting your gut, and uh, do your job to bring out the best in that chicken. And if you could honestly, at the end of the day, know that, you know, you did the 362, you put in all the work, the blood, uh, blood sweat, and tears, uh, you achieved all those goals, and you felt, man, I brought out everything I could in that bird, mm -hmm. his God-given ability, and you can be fine with that, and he's still not cutting it. Mm -hmm. Okay, then, you know what I mean? Now it's time to change, but give the breeder, give the man the, the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, he's doing it for a reason, mm -hmm. so... You know, tap into that at that point is what I would say to the next generation. Yeah. Right. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, you made a very good point about a chicken can lie to you. Oh, um, and you made earlier, you know, earlier today yeah, uh, or either today or yesterday, you were you were talking to me. You made a very good point that that uh, it actually was today when we were out there letting them stretch. You said one thing that I look at, you know, a chicken can lie to you. But you said feet don't lie. You know, what did you mean by that? Well, how they, how the, again, how the, their God given a talent, what they, what Jason bred them and intended and wanted out of them to do, you're being able to see it. You know what I mean? Versus not just wings popping, but foot placement on that other rooster. 
I'm seeing, I'm seeing what I'm looking for. I don't care if he goes this high in the air. I don't care if he goes this high in the air. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking for is foot placement on the other bird because at the end of the day, that's what counts. That's not right. how high he flies, not how low he stays on the ground, not how he sidestep. But at the end of the day, where does he put those feet? If I could tap into that and, and bring out the best in him doing that, I know I can do good with him. So that's just something that I look for. Little again, took me years to 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 really realize. Okay, that's that's the main thing that counts. It's a place, and and that's and that's what helped me a lot to 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 be successful in doing what we're doing. Is uh, is feet placement on chickens? Feet placement, and that was a very very good point that you made today uh, when you talked. They said, Jim, you know, chickens can lie to you. They can do the moving, they can do the flopping of the wings, they can do side stepping, they can do. A big, a big dog, <laughs> a family dog. They can do. Okay, we good. It didn't. It didn't interrupt our uh our um interview. So you know that is probably one of the most uh, important aspects to look at uh, when you got a bird out there stretching his legs. You know, one thing you should be your, your number one thing is is where's his feet being placed. You know, the flapping of the wings, the sidestepping, the ability to duck in, the flying up in the air, all of those things may play a role. But at the end of the day, if the placement is not where it counts, then everything else is negated. Do you, in my opinion, that's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, and, and again, different different, different uh, cockers may may have a different analogy or maybe look at it, not to say that that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm right. Not, I'm not arguing or anything. But me, Jim, what I'm looking for is that aspect. You know what I mean? I really want to see, um, I really want to see a feet placement because in, at the end of the day, that's what they're using to win. Mm -hmm. So if he's accurate with that, every time I see that chicken out, even if I have to videotape it, slow it down. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, look, it looks like he's throwing a lot, looks like he's hitting, but he's not even hitting. Mm -hmm. You know, we even go down to, we break down spar video that way. I mean, some of these derbies, I mean, I've contacted Jay, you know, 30 times. I mean, him reviewed video back and forth. Jay, you know, what am I seeing here? Am I overthinking it? Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it's just a great the blessing of a team together. We're able to look at it. Oh, no, look at his feet placement. Or look at it. Right. So just a little insight to what we do over here. And, um, you know what I mean? That's huge. That's huge. I mean, again, if you listen to that and tap into that, it's really going to help you all out. Right. I think that's that's I, I personally think that's extremely important is definitely because at the end of the day, that's all, that's how they decide who wins and who loses is the fact of the matters of the uh, of the foot placement. So, you know, the guys obviously in the comment section agree with you 100 percent. You know, They feel as though you definitely got a good eye. Um, you know, I just wanted to bring touch on some points, yeah. um, you know, touch on some points uh, that they realize is not about a big farm or a lot of birds to pick from because you can pick a hundred birds that don't have good foot placement, but might look good, may have great movement, may sidestep, may fly high, may run on the ground, may do all of those things, but have bad foot placement. Um, You're going to do very good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, you know, th th those I think, and like I said, in the comment section, everybody understands that that makes a lot, a lot of sense. Um, and that is something that, Maybe if people pay more attention to their selection process, will even change. Would you? I think so. I think so, man. If you're gonna go by sparring, again, um, if you go by sparring, that's what I'm looking for in sparring. I mean, I don't care if the chicken got rolled over mm -hmm. twice or you know this rooster weighs five. I mean, honestly, um, 
I don't care if I pull out a 510 and I got a 4-5 in my hands. You know what I mean? It's a spar. Mm -hmm. I want to see his best ability in certain situations. If you got to do that, you do that. But, again, at the end of the day, if he gets flipped over three times, but every time when he threw, his feet were in the right place. If I could get this chicken sharp, I know I can. I know he's going to do really good, mm -hmm. especially when he fights his own weight now. So just little things that you try to bring out. You know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to do my job and bring out the best of how the breeder bred, you know right. what I mean? And, and so we've been blessed to be able to do that so far. Right. So, so Mario, would you attribute the, the foot placement basically back to genetics? I, I believe a hundred, a hundred percent in that. What Jason's been able to do with these birds is beyond exceptional. Okay. So, so, so foot placement is not something that you're going to try to acquire or develop inside and of a and sheep. foot placement. It's how they throw that fleet at different angles. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I mean, I like the, the in Jason's birds. What I see is they come from reach around motion and come at you versus a a jab. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, again in the short knife, you know that's gonna help me. Right. But right. you know what I mean. So that's what we're trying to. That's again, I'm looking how they throw it. Mm -hmm. Were they were its placement? You know what I mean. If, He's hitting all on the wings, you know, ain't gonna do me no good. But if he's hitting on the side of the breast, you know what I mean? I'm gonna be in a lot better position. Right, a lot better position. So that's something, and I guess that's why it's extremely important to be seeking out, you know, breeders who's breeding the the genetically breeding the attributes that you're looking for. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? Because you may come here and you may not like any attributes here, mm. but you can bring out the best in this guy's attributes. Okay, mm -hmm. well, that's what you stick with. Mm -hmm. If you can't do it there, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But that's, again, it's to each their own at, at, at the end of the day. Right, right, right. Well, you know, uh, I'm going to ask you just one more question, too. Um, you know, one of the guys talked about, you know, needing good balance. Is that something that, as far as on body structure, do you look for anything like that when, you, when you're going through the selection process? Balance is key. Balance is key to life. I mean, balance in, in everything you do on a day-to-day -day basis, of course. Balance is big. I mean, again, if I see something walking, you know, sprout legged and, you know, when I lift him up, his, his body, his legs are not lining up, you know, he doesn't have the right balance. I'm definitely not going to, you know, it's going to be hard to pick out the best and, and it's, it's going to be very difficult to bring out the best in that aspect. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it makes it tough, but balance is definitely key, man. I mean, everything's got to be balanced, balanced to a key to everything, you know? So, so balance is definitely something that, and again, you know, with that balance, it, would you attribute that back to genetics, correct? Correct. Correct. Without a doubt. I believe in 110% the genetics of, of the makeup of what Jason wants and what he's looking for, a lot of it has to do with balance of that bird. Right. Right. And it's all a result of genetics. So as you said earlier, you know, um, again, many different bodies you know, many different body structures and, and styles and all that kind of stuff have the ability to win. And that's that's pretty much where it comes in the feeder aspect, doing his job. You know, okay, you supply, you've been supplied with the genetics that you feel as though that is going to take the win. That's where the feeder comes into place to bring out the best of them genetics in their birds, correct? Correct. So it's a two-step process. So example, you know, say 20 years ago, when you don't have the ability that you have today, uh, and I'm pretty sure you feel as though your your ability on selection has improved over oh, the years, yeah. right? Um, 
do you feel as though if you walked on the same yard today, say with, with, with the experience that you had from 20 years ago, do you think you would have picked the same type of birds? No, no, I didn't, I didn't have that knowledge, have that experience. And again, it's, it's getting out there doing it. It's not, you know, looking at roosters on the internet. We're out here. We're, we're picking up roosters. We're filling them. We're, we're letting them stretch their feet. And, and again, all that come together. And it's just, you know what I mean? It's, it's the experience and knowledge of doing it. You know what I mean? Back then I wasn't as educated as I am now as far as in game foul. So there's no way I would be able to make the same decision. Mm. A lot of it would be basically solely off looks. I'll be honest with you. You know mm. what I mean? So versus balance, feet placement, every every attribute to what I'm looking for now versus, you know, oh, that's a man. He looks beautiful. Look at that long tail. He's got nice streamers and such and such. You right. know what I mean? Right. Right. That, and I wanted to bring that point up. To, to, to let people know, you know, your selection, your ability to select can be developed. Yes, you know, you wasn't born with this. And, and that was the that was the reason I asked that question to show that out of your own mouth, just judging your own self, you didn't possess the ability that you have today 20 years ago. No, sir. And it's and it's go out there, pick up your chickens. You know what I mean? You know, give them a worming a week later. Go see what that worming did to his body. Get that knowledge. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? He does feel better. You know what I mean? Even though you didn't see him, you know, poop out a bunch of worms, you know what I mean? But, you know, it did something to him because his body feels a lot fuller. You know what I mean? It's a little more defined. Little stuff like that just by being out there with your chickens. I mean, like we are talking the other day, I, I use it as therapy for myself. You know what I mean? From, from you know, dealing with, with the loss of my brother. I mean, it helps me gather my, my, my thoughts and okay, you know, how are we going to strategize at this next dance, you know, and, right. you know, these are the ones that have been talking to me every day, and, you know, these are the ones that want to work with me right now, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, because you'll see them, I mean, there's, you know, I look, I look for different signs in the chicken as far as when he's peaking, you'll see a chicken, you know, for this whole month, you know, he's, he's acting good, you know, break a little wing, but also in the last two weeks, I mean, he's just dancing with two legs behind mm -hmm. me, he's telling me, Take Vic me, and and I and I truly believe in that. So, you know what I mean. It's spending that time, getting that experience, is key. Not just you know what I mean. Oh, he looks good out there. You know, chuck some grain. You know, that's not gonna work. Spend the time with your with your fellow if you can. You know, and that's what truly helps me. Right, right, and and I think you know we cover some very good topics, and and the reason why I say that is not just because of the questions. But I think from your experience out your own mouth, judging your own self, not comparing yourself to anybody else, but just judging your own self. You just talked about how you developed over the years and, and, and what it took, you know, the things that you did to develop over the yep. years and, and how uh, the way you looked at roosters changed over the years um, because you were just striving to be the best that you can be, Amen. you know, the best that you can be. Um, and I, I think you also made another valid point about, you know, even if you go to different breeders yard, it don't have to be Gator's yard. It can be this guy's yard, that guy's yard, this guy's yard. You talked about looking for different attributes that fit with what you like or what you're looking for. Um, so I think you, you cover some very, very valid points. I know this is not going to be a long interview. We might do another session to it. Um, but I think you hit some very key points that I do not hear or see being talked about. Yeah. Uh, through, throughout the industry. And, 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 and the reason why I kind of wanted to, you know, put those points in, because I think sometimes, and like you said, nature is balance, you know, balance is life. When you put too much emphasis 
on one thing, it's unbalanced. So if you put too much emphasis just on genetics, but nothing else, you off balance. You put right. too much emphasis on the 362, but not to let, you know, it's off balance. You know what I mean? If you put too much emphasis on you and, and you're working with a team, that's off balance. If you're working by yourself, you still have to find that balance. Yes, sir. You know, so at the end of the day, it's it's balanced. But I think you hit a lot of very valid points. And I'm pretty sure from the comment section, you know, we'll probably do another part uh, to this video. But I think those are the things I really wanted to come across because there is a lot of misconception. You know, I wanted to address some of the biggest questions out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say myths, but I just say perspectives. Some of the biggest perspectives out there that some of the newer guys may latch on to. And it may take them 10 years to realize that that was the wrong perspective yeah. that really wasn't it and, and again I'll, I'll 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 hammer down jim is getting out there doing it experiencing it for yourself is the number one way not listening to me mm -hmm. uh necessarily mm -hmm. and i always preach you know listen but in other words you know i talked to you a little bit about i do certain stuff in my keep that you talk to other coppers who've been doing it years and years mm -hmm. And they'll tell me, man, that goes against everything I know about chickens. Mm -hmm. That goes against, but it works for me. Mm -hmm. I do it. I experience it. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's working. I ain't going to fix something that ain't broken at mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm doing it, but, you know, it's it may not be the way you've always done it. It's against everything, mm -hmm. but it works really good for me. So I'm going to do it my way because that's how I experienced it. Mm -hmm. And that's that experience has been successful with it. And I'm going to stick with it as long as it keeps working for me. Right. So also, too, you know, um, and not to be redundant, but you talked about how you develop over the years. So, like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But you have constantly tried to improve. Oh, without a doubt. And I know we still can improve. I mean, you gotta, you gotta set the bar. I mean, look at you come here, see a farm like this. It's it's constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean. They set the bar really high. Mm -hmm. But um, but no, that's that's about it. Yeah. I think that's 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 um, you know, I think we hit a lot of very valid points, very important things not to draw the interview out. You know, we got straight to the meat and potatoes on it, you know, talked about some very um, solid things that to me can tip the scale. You know, just yes, change your perspective on a lot of things of what you talked about. This is my perspective. But you say, hey, don't just listen to me. Go out there, do it on your own, experience yeah. your own thing. Just but up. yeah, but we, we we tapped on we touched on some things that I believe if, if people can maybe adapt or, or adopt these kind of perspectives in their own views, you know, yeah. in their own views, it may tip the scale where it could take them from losing to winning or maybe not from losing to winning, but not losing so much or as much. Easier to understand that drawing board that we right. talk about. Going drawing back. Board. Okay. Mr. Mario Maldonado, man, I greatly appreciate this first, uh, the first of uh, phase. I'll call this the first phase because we'll probably do another one of these. Um, before we add it here for the weekend. Um, but I had a great opportunity, you know, doing shadowing you throughout the farm, looking at a lot of things and, and allowing you to let me feel what you thought was the right thing uh, to feel um, and, and the things that you like. And, and, and we proved some points today out here. You know, what I like wasn't particularly what you like. You know, what you like, I, I particularly wasn't really crazy about. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got more experience with this line and these chickens. So if I had to say, and we both came out here to select, you'll probably be beat me, you know, versus me coming out. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it is what it is. As long as um, I beat Mike Kirtland is the best. Yeah, well, you know, Mike Kirtland, you know, he's a. Uh, well, that'll never happen. Some of us have to get off Facebook. Aloha, guys. <laughs> Bella, gonna keep back out. Let's go. All right. All right, guys, you got to get off. Get we got to get out. I greatly appreciate it.
All right. 